Blog Talk Radio. friends. Welcome to another episode of Magic Universe with Sharona. Well, today uh, we have a moon that is in the astrological sign of Scorpio. So it's a perfect day for intuition and psychic powers and just tapping into your inner magic. And I'm so happy that you are joining me here today. If this is your first time, this little radio show is all about awakening and embracing your inner personal power and self-confidence, as well as shining your light and creating magic and miracles in all areas of your life. You can do that simply by using a little bit of help from your angels, ancestors, and spirit guides, along with that wonderful, divine, and loving conscious energy of the magic universe that we are each a part of. So, are you ready to live your magic? Are you ready to be who you really are? Then you are going to want to join me during this hour, and I am going to invite you to Step into your power and awaken your true magic. So why don't you grab yourself a cup of tea and settle in because I know that this is going to be a fun and magical hour. Okay. I'm Sharona and I am your radio host. And to tell you a little bit about myself, I am a tarot, master reader, teacher, and scholar. I'm also a angel Reiki master, and I am a spiritual life and business coach, and I'm also a teacher of the magical and intuitive arts. So um, I, I love, love, love to make use of such tools as tarot, astrology, numerology, and much, much more. You know, you see, I use these things to help me and my friends, my listeners, manifest the life of our dreams. You see, I'm following my dreams. Besides this little radio show and my teaching and coaching, I'm also an artist and designer and author. And right now, I am working on finishing up creating the Boho Pixie Tarot, as well as I'm the author of its little guidebook the little white dog and there I share my revolutionary system for reading tarot that will have you interpreting tarot faster than you can say pixie that's so you become tarot fluent and be able to speak the language of tarot and you do that simply by where I show you to combine numerology along with tarot and follow the little white dog I am coming to you live from the Big Apple, New York City, where outside it's a sunny, wintry day, but I know that spring is not far away. 
Now to tell you a little bit about this radio show. It is a live call-in show, and here we talk about such topics as angels, palmistry, all kinds of really neat things, energy healing, and, you know, of course, tarot and oracle cards, astrology, and we talk a lot about synchronicity. But also the most important thing that I like to uh, teach you all about, and I know you do it with me, is how to embrace your personal magic, how to raise your energy so that you have good, good, good high vibrations, because that's where you can generate and attract more love and magic into your life. Now, another thing that I also like to do on this show is I love introducing you to great people in our tarot and metaphysical and spiritual community. And today, we have a special guest uh, joining us for the second time. Uh, We have Julie Ulrich, and uh, we're going to be talking about uh, animal communication and all sorts of wonderful things. So if you have a wonderful animal, they can be furry or or feathered or finned or scaly, you're going to want to have them join in along with the show. And uh, I also want to let you know that this is a live call-in show. So uh, if you would like to get a a mini reading or maybe a little uh, angel message or a little angel Reiki or even talk to um, our special guest today, the phone number that you want to call in on is 714 8164628. Now, that's going to be just to listen. So if you want me to take your call, what you're going to need to do is press the number one on your phone keypad because that will let me know that you want me to take your call because you can just call in that way and listen. You don't have to come in on your computer or, you know, any way that way. You can just listen in on your phone. But if you do want me to look into uh, taking your call, don't forget to press the number one because I know that you want me to take your call. Now, along with that, uh, we also have a chat room. And the best way to get to that is you want to type into your browser, thetarotguild.com forward slash chat. And um, there's usually a lot of wonderful people in our chat room, and you can chat amongst yourself, and I'll be checking in there uh, to uh, see what's going on. And I also want to let you know that the Tarot Guild is also one of our sponsors. And another one of our sponsors is the Psychic Talk Radio Network, which is the one and only radio network with Spirit. And there we also have Psychic You. And that's where we have uh, online courses. You can also find there uh, my course. It's called the uh, Certified Angel Reiki Practitioner Course. And it's the only course where you can get certified both as a Yusoi Reiki Master and an Angel Reiki Master. And also, 
want to let you know about another one of our wonderful sponsors, and that is the IAAP. That's the International Association of Angel Practitioners, which is the very first worldwide organization that was formed to educate, celebrate, and support spiritual practitioners and entrepreneurs around the world. So to learn more about that, you want to go to www.angelspractitioners.com to learn even more. So now that we're all set there, I'm just going to go over to the switchboard, see what's going on over there. Yeah, we've got some people who have called in. I'm really excited to see them. And I am going to get ready to um, bring on our special guest, um, someone that uh, when I did a poll, as far as who would people like to see come back for a second visit, we have Julie Ulrich. Now, to tell you a little bit about Julie, she's a Reiki master and a certified intuitive soul-level animal communicator. Now, here's a little thing that you need to know. Not long after Julie opened her Reiki practice for people and animals, she began receiving intuitive messages from her animal clients which prompted her to dive into the world of intuitive soul level animal communication and earn her certification in 2017. And since then, uh, Julie has enjoyed offering both intuitive readings and energy work for people and their animals all over the world. Now, uh, she loves to assist her clients on their journeys to healing, by helping them find balance and deeper connection to themselves as well as their animal companions. Julie lives in Brooklyn, New York with her two beloved rescue cats. So let's give a big welcome to Julie Ulrich. I'm so happy that you are back with us today. Hi, Julie. Hello. Hi, Sharona. Hi, Sharona. It's so good to be back. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, well, you uh, you were one of the most popular uh, guests that we had, and our audience was saying, oh, you, you know, you just have to have Julie back. So um, I'm just excited uh, that you're here with us today, and um, in case we have some new listeners, we can kind of start with um i know what makes your you very unique is that you do animal uh communication so what led you to intuitive animal communication well um as you had mentioned uh just a minute ago i started with a reiki practice and uh I became a Reiki master before I ever knew that I would ever end up talking to animals, right? So um, the very first client I had when I started my official Reiki practice was this lovely woman who lived upstate for me, and she had three senior cats, and she wanted me to do distance Reiki on each cat uh, on a regular basis. 
And if anyone's not familiar with Reiki, it's, um, it's a very gentle energy healing modality. And you can do it in person or remotely. It's very restorative and balancing um, and relaxing. And so when I started to do these distance Reiki sessions for these cats, really interesting things started to happen. So the first thing that happened was I was sending Reiki to Barney the cat and we're in the middle of the session and it's going great and I'm sending him the energy and I'm really in the zone. And all of a sudden I hear, I just heard this declaration. (laughs) I like plants. And I had this moment, you know, I'm alone in my apartment, but I have this moment where I look around and I'm like, what, what was that? (laughs) what's going on and right after that I had this picture in my head of cat grass the kind that you can buy for cats to chew on and I had a knowing I just knew that Barney wanted me to tell his person to get him cat grass to chew on so I heard something I saw something I I knew something that I hadn't known a moment before it felt like it was coming directly from Barney Um, and then but I wasn't really 100% sure what to make of it and then I did a Reiki session for his sister Betty the cat and Betty when I was sending her Reiki somehow I knew that she wasn't a big purr purr (laughs) she didn't purr a lot (laughs) But I, but she was telling me that she purred when I sent her Reiki. And then I did a session for their brother Snowflake, the third cat, and I got a, this picture in my head of him wearing a blue collar around his neck. And so I was getting these pieces of information during these sessions, which felt like they were coming directly from the cat. Like it literally felt like they were starting a conversation with me. And it took me a good amount of time to get up the courage to actually tell the client (laughs) what was happening because when it first started to happen, I was like, there's no way I'm going to tell her. I think these cats are talking to me, but, but I, it kept happening. So I had to tell her what was going on and she got very excited when I told her because she, she was able to confirm everything like, Oh yeah, Barney loves cat grass. I need to buy him more. Snowflake has a blue collar. It was true about the purring for Betty. And and she really encouraged me to keep getting information from her cats because she wanted to know what, what they were thinking and what they were feeling. And so that's what really motivated me to start studying intuitive animal communication. And once I started studying it, I thought, oh, my gosh, this is just the coolest thing ever because it felt like, this door was open to this this world I didn't know existed. This like I had access to this information I didn't know I would be able to have access to. And I learned that animals have so much wisdom that they can share with us and that we can learn so much from them. Um, so I just fell in love with it. And that's why I, I decided, well, I need to add animal communication readings to my practice so so that's how it all it all came to be um i didn't i didn't see it coming um but it was it was such a lovely unexpected like 
twist in my journey. Um, so, yeah, that's how I ended up doing what I do. Wow. Now, were you, when uh, you got the message and when you were talking with Barney and Betty, were you physically in the room with them or were you doing this uh, from a distance? How, how, you know, how do you, tell me a little bit, of, tell us a little bit about how you, how you do this. Yeah, those Reiki sessions were, were done remotely. So I was in my apartment, and, and the cats were in their home upstate from me. And um, so basically, all the, the majority of the readings that I do, I do over the phone. So it doesn't matter where you and your animal are. Um, that's what I love about energy, right? It doesn't matter where you physically are. It's all about intention and getting clear and grounded and connected. Um, so, yeah, actually, it's funny because I actually prefer um, doing readings remotely where I don't even, like, I don't even want to see a picture of your animal because I want it to be the pure energetic connection. So that, wow. like, if I, so what I, if I look at a picture of your animal, I don't want my brain to automatically go, oh, that's that kind of dog. Oh, so I'm going to make an assumption that that kind of dog is this kind of personality. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want any of my logical brain to get in the way. <laughs> I want it to be like the <laughs> yeah. pure energetic connection. Um, so, yeah, that's the way I like to work. Wow. And I know that... Uh, Barney and Betty, uh, they were cats. Um, I assume that you also work with dogs. But what other types of animals do you work with? Yeah, um, the majority of my clients have cats or dogs, so I talk to lots of those. Um, but I've also talked to birds and rabbits and hamsters and turtles and horses and really it's possible to talk intuitively to any kind of animal absolutely any kind of animal so so wild um, animals too right you can wild uh, animals too absolutely yep mm -hmm. yeah now um can you talk to animals that have crossed the rainbow bridge that are no longer uh physical Yes, absolutely, because it goes back to everything is energy, right? We're, yeah. we're made of energy. Our animals are made of energy. It's all molecules and atoms vibrating at a frequency. That's what everything is around us and in us. And energy carries information. This is why what I do works. This is like, <laughs> this is the secret sauce to, <laughs> to intuitive communication because we're energy, our animals are energy, and energy carries information, um, we're able to, you know, get, uh, when you do this work, you can get, try to match your vibration to the animal's vibration and then start talking to each other. Because, since Amazing. your animal, if you're, yeah, if your animal is crossed over, they're still there, right? They're just, they're still energy, they're still who they are, they're just not in the physical anymore. They're in a different form now. Um, so 
you can definitely still keep that relationship going and I can do a communication with them as well. And you can communicate with your own animal on the other side as well. Everyone has the ability to do this. Everyone has the ability to connect in with their animal in the physical or their animal who's crossed over. That's amazing. But you, um, you've actually, you've really done this on an expert level. And um, I know that you practice, it's called soul level, animal um, communication. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so um, there are two levels that you can communicate to an animal on intuitively. And the first level is the 3D world level where you can ask them about, you know, um, what's their favorite kind of food or what's their favorite thing to do? What do they like to play with? How do they feel about the other animals in the house? Like all those questions about their physical life um, you can talk to them about, which is really, really great to do because you can get a deeper understanding of your animal and their perspective and what makes them happy. Um, And the other level, there's a deeper level that you can go to, which is the soul level, which is um, part of my training that I was trained in, where you talk to the animal about what are they helping their person with in this life. Um, So just like how as we go through life on this earth, people come in and out of our lives to teach us things and help ex- help us experience things on our journey, and we help them learn things and experience things. It's no different than with our animals. They come into our lives and help us experience and learn things. You know, we take care wow. of them, and we help them, and they do the same thing for us. They're totally helping us as well. So, um, so you kind of go on, on that deeper intuitive connection to ask them, you know, can you talk about what kind of um, assistance you're giving your person on their journey in this life? So um, I can give you an, a couple examples. Um, I did a reading once for a woman who had a dog who was getting aggressive when people came to the door to the front door of her house and she didn't know why and when I asked the dog about it whenever you have this kind of situation you always want to ask the animal from a totally neutral non-judgmental place um, with lots of love right Um, so I asked the dog can you just talk to me about what happens when people come to the door and the dog's answer was um, he started talking about his person's energy and that she was very self-protective and and sort of guarded. And so when I, and he, and at the same time, he's coming from a place of love. He's not accusing his person of anything, this dog, right? He's, um, he wants to talk about this to help his person. So I say to the client, you know, so your dog is bringing up um, the, this um, state of energy where feels very protective around you, feels guarded. And she knew what I was talking about. She knew what the dog was talking about because she said, she said, yes, I am very 
guarded. I don't really trust people. It's hard for me to let people in after what I've been through in my life. It's hard for me to let people in to my life. So here is her dog having trouble letting, literally letting people in to the house, right? So he's like mirroring the state of her energy in order for her to kind of have to look at it because he's like amping up this behavior and she has to stop and be like, what's going on here? So sometimes readings, an animal reading can go actually deep about like the person's um, energy and where their animal would love for them to be able to shift it a little bit to be more um, balanced. So if you're like, if you're guarded and protected of yourself, you know, that you're not able to be your best self. You're not able to live your best life. Um, And so sometimes in a reading, this, this sort of thing comes up so the person can actually work on their awareness of what's going on in their own energy. And they can, um, just by being more aware of it, it's going to naturally shift and get better because now they're going to see it every time it comes up. (laughs) They're going to understand it better. Um, So that's kind of an example of how the soul level information can work in a reading. That's amazing. I, you know, I often talk about on this show how we as people, as humans, there is, we have a life mission, you know, and, and that's something that you want to get in touch with. So um, animals have a life mission too, is that correct? They, mm-hmm. they, um, they just don't randomly come into this world. They come in and they have a mission correct yeah it is like that i i do i do agree with that um i feel like like i really feel we're here to love like we're all made of love and we're here to kind of learn how to be love and um and our animals come into this world already mastering unconditional love so they can they're always teaching us about love um but they have so many there are so many ways that they can help us as well it can be like like the the example i described was a pretty heavy kind of (laughs) um soul lesson but um excuse me they can they can teach us really, really helpful, significant, profound things every day in just little ways too. Like um, like I know when I get a little too stressed, like I'm working too hard, my cats will do something to crack me up or they will <laughs> give me their little signs that they give me when they're re- they want to play, right? So I have to stop what I was doing. Like I was getting ready for this, your radio show today. <laughs> And I had to make sure I ate and I had to make sure I fed my cats. And my one cat just decided he wanted to race around and play and he wanted to play with me. So sorry, my voice is going. I'll let you you collect. If you have have any water handy, Julie, I want you to get your voice back. 
I am so sorry. That's <laughs> yeah, all right. Having, like, like allergies are creeping up this time of year. Um, so, yeah, I had all these things that I wanted to get done before I got on with you. And my one cat was like, nope, we're playing now. we got to play now. <laughs> so I literally stopped what I was doing and, and we had some fun, which is I know that they, like, always do that when I when I need it. Yes, they they are totally in the mood to play themselves and they're getting a lot of joy out of it themselves. But when they interrupt me in order to play, I know it's, it's definitely for my benefit too. So, so yeah, I totally agree with you. Like we're all here to help each other, humans and animals, a hundred percent. Yeah. It seems like animals though, they, I don't know, they, they, they've got it right. I mean, they are, you know, we think, you know, as humans that we know everything and mm-hmm. it seems like, hey, if you want to, if you want to learn more, you know, study nature and, you know, study, study the creatures that we're, we're brothers and sisters with. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you talk to wild animals too? This is where I do occasionally, um, and I totally agree with you as well about about looking to animals um, to learn how to sort of how to be your best self. <laughs> um, <laughs> because animals, I always say, act like an animal. You know, because like usually people use that phrase in a negative way, like you're acting like an animal. But I think acting like an animal, you're being your best self. Because if you look at wild animals, they are so so incredibly in tune with the energy around them and with the energy of the other animals around them. In order, They have to do that in order to survive. And so if you think about herds and packs and flocks of birds, schools of fish, they have to be constantly energetically connected with each other um, for the safety of the pack or the herd, right? And so in reality, animals are always intuitively communicating with each other all the time. That's their natural way of communicating so that when we attempt to do it, and invite them in intuitively to talk to us. They're usually really psyched to do it <laughs> and because it's their thing. Um, so I have, I mean, I live in Brooklyn. I'm not surrounded by, um, you know, the, the animals that you would be if you lived more in the country. Um, but I have plenty to talk to because, like whenever a pigeon lands on my windowsill, I love to check in with the pigeons. Um, this one time, this one time a dragonfly landed on my window screen, and I was surprised because I don't think I'd ever seen a dragonfly in Brooklyn. I'm sure they're here, but <laughs> this is the first one I saw, and he was right on my window. So I stopped what I was doing. I was working at my desk, and again, a little stressed out, working hard, 
and I stopped and I took some breaths and I connected in with the dragonfly and I just asked, you know, is there anything you want to tell me? Do you have any, any message for me today? And he literally told me to lighten up (laughs) because I was working hard and to lighten up and to not miss, you know, the good stuff in life. And, and I was like, wow, cool. Thank you. It kind of shifted my perspective on the whole day and my to-do list and everything that was going on. And later on, I, I decided to look up what the dragonfly spirit animal represented. And when I looked it up, it said, lightening up your energy. Wow. So, yeah, it's just like, I mean, you never know what they're going to tell you, and but it's pretty much always really, really true wisdom. <laughs> Especially like wild animals are, wild animals all often talk about the bigger picture of things. Um, and when you talk to your own animals, they'll, you know, it's a lot more kind of personal messages. Um, so yeah, it's super interesting. But I love being able to do this work because I have I have been able to, I mean, wild animals have given me so much help and wisdom, but I'm able to help them back. So, for example, I woke up one morning and my cats were chasing a mouse in my apartment, and they chased him under a bookcase, and they were stalking him. And I was like, okay, I got to get this mouse out of here unharmed. (laughs) And... (laughs) Um, but he wouldn't come out from under the the bookcase. So finally, after a long while, my cats just completely pooped out because they had expended so much energy with this mouse. So they went into the bedroom and both kind of collapsed on the carpet (laughs) and fell asleep. So I went into the bedroom with them and I shut the door and the bookcase where the mouse was was in the living room. So I'm in the bedroom with the sleeping cats and I did my thing and I cleared my energy and I took my deep breaths and I connected in with the mouse. I invited his energy to connect with mine. And I was able to tell him, if you need, if you want to leave unharmed, now is the time for you to leave because I have the cat, (laughs) (laughs) right? I've got, I've got your back right now because I'm in a room with these cats. I'm going to make sure they're not going to come out they're sleeping. Don't worry about it. (laughs) And, um, you know, he was telling me, uh, understandably, he was frightened. Um, But I was like, I promise you, I have your back. You know, and I'm I'm trying to my best to send him really calm, really grounded energy. And the next thing I know, I hear this paper rustling. So I have, um, like packing paper down on the floor in the hallway of our apartment that my cats like to lie on and play in and stuff. And I heard it rustling and nobody else was in the apartment. So I knew that was the mouse making his way back the way he came. And, and he did, he left, he got out unharmed. So I was like, I was so happy that I was able to help facilitate his escape (laughs) unharmed. And he never came back. (laughs) Right. Wow. 
that that's amazing. I keep thinking, you know, they should have, you know, like the president should have a cabinet of animal affairs and an animal communicator. Yeah. Can you imagine how much if our world leaders, they had something like that, I think this would be a really different world, you know, just if nothing else to have someone who acknowledges the the non-human uh, creatures that we share the planet with. I mean, I think, you know, there's such, you know, well, people, they're so separated and divided. But if we could, um, you know, you know, that, wouldn't that be cool, you know, to uh, have someone who's in charge of animal affairs and I mean, could let us know what the animals be... are thinking. Yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> I can't, I, you're blowing my mind right now because <laughs> you're so right. It would be such a different world. If we would just listen to them more, there would be so much more harmony and understanding in the world. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm wondering, can you, is there anything that you can, uh, can you pick up anything now that the animals want to tell us, tell the world? We'll give, oh you, give you a minute um, to kind of meditate <laughs> on that. I'm going to look in the in, in the different chat rooms but okay yeah i mean while we have you here i'm going to give you a moment to uh see if you can tap into anything that the animals are trying to tell us okay well it's interesting because uh it's easier for me to tap into like a specific animal or specific group of. And so when I went to tap in, uh, the birds were the ones who showed up first. Right. Um, well, maybe, or your cats. Like Do your cats want to say anything? Do your cats want to say anything? I feel oh, that, you know, they're part them. of the show, too. Yeah, let's ask your cats. We can ask them. Um, but I do want yeah. to say what the birds were showing me. Uh and I feel like these are the birds, like, in my neighborhood because <laughs> I feel very close. Um, Brooklyn birds. Brooklyn birds are showing me they're spreading their wings and, and really encouraging us to be, to open ourselves up, open our minds um, to what's beyond what's right in front of us, like what's beyond what we can see with our physical eyes. Open up and just like allow in all of that speaking of your the title of your show but like all that magic that's around us and waiting to come in and all the possibilities and they're also talking about you know we've been cooped up for too long (laughs) the past few years um that what they see is is humankind really needing to get out and spread our own wings and explore new things yeah. Um, let me just check in with my own kitties. Yeah. I had one of them. One of them was sprawled out right in front of me where I'm sitting at my desk. Um, but let me just see what they can tell us. Yeah, my one cat, the my girl kitty, 
is saying, is just saying, this is so cool that we're having this conversation um, and that everybody, everybody just needs to try to do this kind of connection with their animals. Like she'd really love it if everyone just tried. <laughs> well, thank you. What's the name of the kitty? So we can. This uh, is Carla. 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 C A L L A. Carla. Oh well, we we welcome your energy, and we're so glad that you're you're here today. Wow. And yeah. she's really laid back about it. You know, she's like, it's, don't think of it as something that's daunting to try. Everyone has the ability to do it. She's like, just give it a try. She's coming from this really laid back space, you know. <laughs> well, we thank her. Oh, my goodness. And, Julie, uh, where can our listeners follow you and, and partake in all the great stuff that you do? I will, you know, put so my, your website in it up, but yeah, uh, my, you might want to give a shout out with your website sure. and everything. My website is uh, just my name, julieulrich.com, and you can book sessions there. Um, I offer distance Reiki sessions for people and animals and readings for people and animals. I do do readings just for people as well if you don't have an animal and you just want to kind of Take a look at your own energy and where you can shift and maybe look at what's holding you back. Um, you can also sign up for my email newsletter on my website. So that's julieulrich.com. And then on Facebook, I'm Julie Ulrich Intuitive. You can find me there. And Instagram, I'm also Julie Ulrich Intuitive, but with underscores between each word. So Julie underscore Ulrich underscore Intuitive. That's Instagram. So that's where you can follow me. That's awesome. And um, I want you to hang on. We're going to be uh, we're going to take uh, a few calls, but um, I need to let everyone know. I'm looking at my watch now and. We're way past the bottom of the hour, so I do want to let our listeners know that we have another show uh, coming up tomorrow. Uh, Right now, it looks like all of our shows are on at the same time if you want to listen live, which is 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. I think that's also 7 7 o'clock in London. I'm confused because uh, we are, you know, it's daylight saving time. So you got to figure out what the time is wherever you are if you want to listen live, but you can always uh, listen to the replay. But we do have a show tomorrow, and that's with uh, uh, Tarot Today Live with host Mary Brown and Dax Carlisle. And then they'll be back again on Saturday. And... uh, there's Saturday show and I think the Monday show. That's also a show where you can see uh, them on your screen or you can just listen in. So both of those shows are Tarot Today Live with uh, Mary Brown and Dax Carlisle. So there's some video with us. And uh, next Sunday, uh, I want you to know that this show is on, my show is on the 2nd and fourth Sunday of each and every month. So on the opposite weekends, and 
next Sunday. We'll be an opposite weekend. That'll be Sunday, March 19th. Uh, we have host Maria G. Maz, and she does the Angelic View. And she's going to be doing a show on seeking clarity and how to choose the best psychic reading for you. So you're going to want to tune into that because she's on the alternate weekend for my show. And me, I'll be back in two weeks. So I'll be back on Sunday, March 26th at um, same time, 11 a.m., 2 p.m. Eastern. And oops, I think I'm going to take a swallow of my coffee. <laughs> I'm getting a tickle. It's the allergy season. And I'll be back on March 26th. And I'm going to be back with the author of, her name is uh, author Heather Hardison. And she is the author of novels. Um, it's a series of novels. It's a series, the Divining Sisters series. And her second book is out now. It's called We Divine Three. And if you like uh, reading books about magic and healing and all of those wonderful things, you're going to love her novels. It's a novel, but it's much, much more because she uh, there's, she gets into the history of energy healing and magic and sisterhood and uh, crystals. So while you're enjoying a wonderful novel uh, and you're firing these wonderful uh, women in her book, you uh, learn much, much more. So you're going to want to tune in next uh, time that I'm on, which will be Sunday, March the 26th. So, we can take a few calls, so um, let's go. I'm going to uh, just mute myself a minute. <laughs> I've got a tickle in my throat. Hold on. Mm. It must, it, spring is coming. I've got allergies. Okay, so I am going to bring on a caller to join us. I am going to area code... Eight one zero, caller. What is your name and where are you calling from? Hi there. Hi, I think I know who this Hi, is. Charlotte. Hi, Hi, Charlotte. Hi, this is Charlotte from Hi, Charlotte. Um, Utah. And um, of course, just because you called, my dog decides to be naughty. Yeah, come here. Get up there. Get up there. Okay. He wants to be part okay, of it. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Um, and I am so happy that I am able to be here for your second show with us, Julie. I mean, it's just so cool. Well, oh, thank so you so cool. much. And, and I don't I'm know so sorry you... I didn't I didn't hear your name. Charlotte. Charlotte. Okay, nice to meet you. And you talked to me before, and you actually tuned in to one of my goats. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and he told you that he was actually a unicorn. Oh. And then, <laughs> and then, like, two or three days later, he knocked one of his horns off. <gasps> no. <laughs> oh, yeah. my goodness. 
Yeah. So I guess he was gonna he was like not only was he a unicorn in his mind, but um he wanted to apparently be a unicorn. Right. <laughs> the physical manifestation. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so I'm really glad that like I don't know it just I know you talk to so many people on animals and stuff that you probably don't remember that but um, I just I was like I can't wait to tell her this story because it literally <laughs> was just like two or three days after we chatted on Sharona's show <clears throat> and yeah um, so Thank you for coming back. But I have a question, and it surprised me when it popped up this morning because I haven't spent a lot of time thinking about it. But I always try to be present when, you know, it's time for my dogs to pass, always. Mm -hmm. And I had one dog that was in the vet, and for once I chose not to sleep on the hard benches out in the lobby of the vet clinic mm-hmm. and and then in fact I called at like 5.30 in the morning and to check on him and they're like oh he yeah he's kind of the same which wasn't real good and then uh-huh. they called me an hour later and they said he had passed on mm-hmm. and he's the only dog that I have not been with and I, I, I'm, 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 I mean, I know the answer to this, but <clears throat> I just want, is there a way that we can maybe tune into him and I can formally sure. apologize for not being there and, and oh, make okay. sure that he knows, because he was, he was such a special dog. His name was Max. Max. Okay, let me just bring Max's energy in first, and then let's um, go from there. So just one sec here. Okay, Max is a is a sweetheart. I mean, yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just want to hug him. He's so yes, lovable. Yeah. Um, Okay, let me just see, before we get to um, the crossing over and what happened around that, I just want to connect a little deeper with him and ask him to show me anything he wants to show me so we can get this connection going here. So hang on. So he's showing me... um, watching you like when he was here in the physical it feels like he enjoyed watching you what you did um and he has a very calm calm demeanor this this connection (laughs) he has with you and and the way it was when he was here in the physical it just feels like there's such a mutual understanding between the two of you Um, that you almost, like, this is what he's showing me, that you're able to communicate with each other without, um, I mean, I'm going to say without words. Like, you didn't even have to 
talk to him for him to understand uh, to understand you. Um, mm-hmm. It was just this, yeah, um, very like symbiotic. I want to say. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, let me talk about um, the passing and just uh, ask him to say whatever he'd like to say about it. So just one moment. So he wants you to know that uh, connection I just described where you had this understanding and it just seems, it just feels like you're very in tune with each other. He's saying that it's because of that um, very connected energy you had between each other that it's wasn't necessary for you to be there in the physical um that he like there was no way he was going to doubt that you're there with him in spirit um you know like sending him all of your love and your compassion and your concern um he a hundred percent felt that and it's actually a testament to how strong your relationship was that you didn't have to be in the same physical space when it happened there is nothing but so much love and gratitude. And hold on, there's something else here. Hang on. Um, sometimes I struggle with how to put a message into words because they're giving me this, you know, I'm receiving the message energetically and I, I 100% understand it, and then I go to put it into words, and I'm like, how am I supposed to do this? <laughs> so I'm going to do my best. Um, what he's telling me is, like, this is a lesson of sorts for you to to really embrace that your relationship is real so real that goes beyond the physical, right? So every time you remember, um, every time you remember, oh, when he, when Max passed, I wasn't there. He wants you to remember that it is proof of the power of love, the power of an energetic connection that you know, nothing was altered in your relationship with him because you weren't there. Um, That it was because of how strong the love and connection was that you didn't have to be there. Does that make sense? Um, Yes. And I'm I'm sitting here trying not to do the ugly cry while we're on the the air. So you don't have to hold your breath. You know, you hold your breath so you don't like... Believe me, I know, I completely understand the emotions in this situation. I I mean, losing an animal is so, so painful. And I can imagine, you know, just because we're human, we think we need to be there. Like, this is the way it's supposed to be. But the animals have their own perspective. And... 
often have such deeper understanding of how everything goes down. You know what I mean? Like, right. Like they just cut to the truth. Like, look, this is how it is. We have so much love and so much connection and so much between us that I had that with me when I made the transition and that was beautiful. Right. Uh, now I know beautiful, I got came up today, <laughs> and and it was because of that connection that I felt like I <clears throat> that connection was so strong that I did feel like I maybe had betrayed him because I mean oh, I have no. a strong connection with all my dogs, but I was. You know, there's always that one dog that's just got that little bit of extra special. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. Um, I know exactly what you mean. See, and that's that was, an example of how, how you know, we as humans, we, I mean, we're human. We're going to do this. We make assumptions about things. And we, a lot of times our go-to is to beat ourselves up over something. And you go to the animal, and they're like, oh, no, 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 <laughs> nothing but pure love. <laughs> there's, not, there's not even, I mean, Max wouldn't even consider an inkling of the idea of a betrayal. That's not, not in his realm, in his perspective yeah. of this situation, you know? Yeah. He, yeah, he's also the first dog that... <clears throat> Yeah, here's to Max. Oh my goodness, I can feel I can feel the love too. It's similar to your story with you hearing something. But I was making my bed one day, and these words blasted into my head because every now and then I I can communicate with animals, and it just blasted into my head. Don't bury me. I mean, it was like shouting, and I was like, Mm. I'm like looking around, and I can't remember if I knew that he had a heart condition by then or not, or maybe he knew, and I hadn't, and I didn't know yet. I think that might be the case. I said, what? And he said, don't bury me. And so I promised him, I'm like, okay, but I'll have you cremate. And he was happy with that. But that's, that's. Where he was with me, no other animal has ever been able to like just because I wasn't trying to communicate with him. I was just making my bed. Yeah, and then, I mean, he literally shouted those words, so he apparently had been thinking about it and knew what had happened to his mom. You know that I had had to. You know that was before cremation was as popular as it is now, mm-hmm. and yeah. he didn't want that to happen. He wanted. <laughs> anyway, I just yeah. just another little well, anecdote to add on to his yeah. how special he really was. So, yeah. and I'm glad Max, you brought that up because a lot of times, here's to Max. A lot of times we will get a message from our animals when we're not trying, right? We're we're just doing something else, but we're as long as we're open, those messages will come through, and so that's really really cool that you're able to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Charlotte, I know that you're really, you're, you're, you're very intuitive and, um, 
you're you're you have a lot of obviously you have um you have a lot of gifts so uh and here's to max thanks for joining us thank and thank you so thanks much for calling for in my, charlotte thank you for taking yeah. my call and again so much gratitude to um you and julie for sharing your gifts and your time with us i um, oh, you're so I welcome. I try to say it every show, so I hope I don't sound like a broken record, but I honestly mean it. From the deepest parts of my heart, I so appreciate that you guys take this time, you know, to share with us this stuff that you know and give us hope and give us and give us comfort even. Like today, I'm just like, I feel like a weight's been lifted off my shoulders, honestly. Yeah. Well, we thank you. Thank you, Max, too. And and we're going to put you back in so you can listen. Thank you. Thank you, Charlotte. Love you. Love you. And Max, too. Love you. Okay. I'm going to go to area code. Three one zero, because I know you've been holding on a long, long time. What is your name, and where are you calling from? Hi, Hi. this is Vince. Hi, this is Vince. I'm calling from New York. Hi. Okay, New York, Hi, New York. Yes. You're nearby, and I hope you're yeah. enjoying our program I, today. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. But I'm 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 actually in upstate New York, near the Poughkeepsie area. Okay, that's not okay. too far away. It's you're sixty miles no. away from us. Yeah, yeah. So, I was just wondering. Um, uh, I wanted to ask uh, about um, well, two things. First of all, um, I I was uh, fired from my job. It had nothing that I did wrong. I just couldn't pass uh, the training part. And I was fired from my job at the beginning of February. And uh, so I've been looking for work, and I'm waiting to hear from a couple of places. I'm looking, waiting to hear from the beverage company. And Friday I had a interview with a glass-making company. I'm also waiting here from the railroad. But when I also got fired from the job, um, they said I'd be eligible for rehire. And this morning I had dreams saying someone kept whispering in my ear, we're going to give you another chance. So I'm wondering if you see a job coming soon for me, if I'm going to be rehired from this last place or what, because I need a job desperately okay. right now. And okay. then the other thing, the other issue is um, uh, in August, uh, we had to put our cat down, Patches, and just wondered if she's got any messages for us. Okay. okay. So you, we got so I'm the sorry, could first you tell me question. the cat's name again? What's that? Could you say the cat's name again, please? Patches. Oh, Patches. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead, Sharona. Thank you. Because right away, okay, I'm I'm working actually since we're we're talking about animals. I'm working with an animal tarot uh, deck right now, which has different animals on it, and. Um, what I'm getting is 
um, I see you um, at like a crosswords. Uh, I see two possible jobs that are going to be coming up really shortly that you're going to have to uh, choose from. So not to worry about uh, the job aspect. Um, but I'm also getting a strong message that this time, you know, to choose carefully and uh, go with something that, um, you know, that, that challenges you and something that you, not just a job job, but I see like, you know, that there's, there's two possibilities that are coming up in these challenging times. And, you know, one, just, just relax. It's going to be all right. And, uh, you know, take this moment to contemplate what you really want to do, what is in line with your life mission. But okay. the cards are saying relax, just, just, just kind of, um, and it's funny, it's um, the deck that I'm using is an animal deck, and um, it has, a, it has a, a, a cat on it, and the cat is in a boat. And it's it's in 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 the traditional deck. Um, it's associated with. It's called the uh, the Six of Swords, and it's about that you're going to be moving from waters that are stormy to to calmer waters. And I'm just getting this thing just to kind of relax right now. Don't worry. Um, enjoy enjoy this time to contemplate and figure out. Uh, what what you want, truly want to do, okay. and that makes, you're going to be you're going to be all right. Yeah, that makes sense because the job that I got fired from, and they said I'm eligible for rehire, is a uh, uh, medical uh, uh, manufacturing uh, place where they manufacture um, uh, drugs for you know like the that doctors shoot into people. Um, that medicine, medication that people need. And this is something completely new that I've never done before. So I think um, they did say I was going to be eligible for rehire, so I've been applying like crazy. And a friend of mine who's, who works there, she's trying to get me back in too. Um, so she's working with me. She's a really wonderful woman. Um, so that makes sense. So do you see a timeline as to when it's going to happen though? As far as timing, um, I see that it just it's it's coming quickly. It's coming so okay. quickly that you're going once <laughs> once you start working again, you're going to be really busy. So you know, yeah. I'm getting all these messages. Just kind of relax and kind of okay. enjoy, you yeah. know, enjoy where you where you're at right now. Um, okay. There wasn't and you had, as far as the big cat's yes. name is Patches, and I'm just wondering if there's any messages from her. Yeah, from, so when I, from, I'm from Patches, when I invited her in, her energy in, she's showing me that she is, uh, she's, she feels really good where she is, right? And the picture she's giving me is her, her leaping. She wants to tell you that she's jumping again. She's able to, um, you know, whatever was holding her back physically at the end uh, is not holding her back anymore, and she's, like, frolicking <laughs> um, <clears throat> in this beautiful energy. And she also 
is showing me that. So from her perspective, what she's showing me is she was a very good cat that, you know, the type of cat who didn't give you any trouble. Uh, that's the way she sees herself. Do you understand that? Yes. The only trouble she ever gave us is when she would try to bathe her once and she was, because we had other cats that we rescued off the street and we bathed them. They were fine, but she mm-hmm. was so feisty. She was like, she was a tiger <laughs> when we tried to bathe her, so we stopped. That's so funny because after she told me that she was telling me that she was a really good, well-behaved cat, then she gave me this flash of her licking her shoulder, you know, like grooming herself on her shoulder, yeah. and I didn't understand it, and now I do. <laughs> okay. She's like, look, I can watch myself. <laughs> um, okay. There's also, there's also a lot of, she's looking up at you, um, like, I don't know if this is a scene from when she was here, and you, and she was on the floor looking up at you, but what she's telling me through this picture is, She's making me feel all this gratitude for you that you actually assisted her at the end, that it was um, it was the thing to do, right? It was the time mm-hmm. and the thing to do. So, yeah, I, so there my, is. Yeah, my wife and but, I always doubted whether we did the right thing or not, but the vet said that it, it, there was just no other solution. Yeah, that's that makes sense. Um, it, it wouldn't have been good to have her, you know, continue in the physical longer. Um, right. And she did need, it, she's making me feel that she did need that assistance. So there's definitely gratitude from her to you for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I felt that way too, because sometimes what happens is people love their pets so much because, you know, they're your family. They're, they're, yeah. they're you know, and they, they try to hold on to them as sick as they are and they want to die, but they want to hold on to them. And what you're doing is just hurting them more by doing that. So, um, and we understood that right from the beginning. My wife, because we've had um, other rescue cats, we've had three, and my wife really got into reading about cats and watching these vet shows. And she's learned a lot about what cats really love and need and everything. Mm-hmm. And we were fortunate because we never had a problem with them scratching up our furniture because we made sure that they had scratch posts and everything all over the place, mm-hmm. which is what cats want. Yeah. So, yeah. So, but um, mm-hmm. I'm going to leave you with this. Um, you should check out um, uh, Howard Stern and Beth Stern's website because um, what they do is they rescue um, cats and they foster mm-hmm. them and they find homes yeah. for them. And yes, they, I follow they, Beth Stern. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she you does do. Okay. Work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I love her, yeah. They're they're <laughs> so amazing. He talks about the cats all the time and what he goes through mm. with them. So. That's great. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for your time. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, and I have a message for you too. Um, I was like yeah. shuffling my cards, and. The the card a card fell out which has a, either a cat or a lion on it, and the message on it is the cat is saying to you that you have great courage and kindness, and you may not realize how strong and powerful you are, and that there is no problem that 
you can't solve. And what the cat is saying is that the compassion that you so freely give to others, give to yourself. And um, stand in your convictions, even if the right answer to uh, say sometimes is no. And I think that's a message, you know, we were talking about you're going to have two jobs that are coming up shortly that you're going to be offered. Pick the one that you feel in your heart serves you and, you know, fulfills your mission. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you for calling in. All right. Love you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Love you. Okay. Well, we're running out of time, but I'm going to take another call. Um, And this call is area code um, uh, 630. What is your name and where are you calling from? Hi. Thank you for taking my call. Um, Our pleasure. My name is Dion, and I'm calling from Wisconsin. Hi, Dion. Hi. <laughs> so I have an unusual situation. I have, I had two Yorkies, a boy and a girl, from the same litter, and they were born 0202-2009. Now, the girl... Um, passed away, went over the Rainbow Bridge August 22nd of 2020. She passed during COVID. But I still have the brother. Mm-hmm. And um, he's 14 now. So I don't know. It's unusual situation because, like, I feel her energy and things like that because it's energy. But I... um. I don't know. I just was wondering, like, if you picked up on anything with the sister, or I, 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 I was kind of wondering if the if the sister was waiting for him to pass before they would come back again. <laughs> and what's the sister's name? Fergie, and the and the brother is Cupid. It's, uh, Fergie and Cupid. Fergie and Cupid. Um, So let me bring Fergie in here. Let's see what she has to say. Um, Fergie is (laughs) adorable. Um, Feels like you would tell her that a lot. Like it feels like you would praise her um, and tell her how adorable she is. <laughs> how yeah, wonderful she, was, like, she is. Did literally you do that like a lot? The perfect Yorkie. Like, yeah. 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 Well, I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you told her that a lot? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so let me see what she can tell us here. She is patiently waiting for him, but it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like 
it would be something that would happen super soon with him. Um, she's just very giving me this very peaceful energy of watching over him and you. And, and she kind of enjoys actually having this kind of connection with him, um, this energetic connection where she can watch over him. Um, but I don't know if you were, did you have any concerns about uh, Cupid? Is that what his name is, Cupid? Well, Cupid just was ne- was never the same dog after his sister passed away. Like he, uh, I, I mean, he's 14. I personally would love it if he could live forever. You know what I'm saying? Of course. I, yeah. I, I guess she could come back in another dog without having to wait for him or however it works. I don't know. These were the first two dogs that were ever just like my dog. So they were like my babies. And um, unfortunately she went early. I think he's going to be fine. My whole thing is, is like, I would like to just be in an environment where I could have another dog. I've been moving around from apartment to apartment for a long time. And I'm so over that. Mm. So I uh, haven't brought another one in because of my unstable living situation. Okay. Um, yeah, because what she makes me feel is like he's he is fine. Like your your instinct on that, I think I feel is right on. But he he's not going anywhere anytime soon, even though he's fourteen. Um, but let me ask her about, or do you want me to ask him about bringing in another animal eventually? Yeah, I would love to, but it just it's just the, my living situation hasn't been the right environment to do that. Right. But I'm working on that every day. Okay. Um, I'm going to ask Cupid about having another dog come in, but Sharona, if you get anything about the living situation. In terms of the the living situation, working with a with an animal deck, um, I did get a message from the dog your dog, but let me just uh with the living situation, um I'm getting a message um that that you you feel trapped in your situation, but that's not actually true, okay? Um, you know, that you, that there is a solution, that you uh, can get out of the situation, uh, and, you know, you want to break, you want to um, break through that, that thinking. And um, the message that I'm getting uh, from your pet, it's all about rebirth and re, uh, rejuvenation. So, um, you know, the I'm getting that um, you are, I think the message that they're saying is that you are on the cusp of being rebirthed. And just to kind of open up that, to the possibilities that are available uh, to you. And there's a big shift that's coming about. There's like what your pet is saying is that you are on on the verge of a rebirth. 
so and that you're not trapped and just get ready there's going to be a big change and to get ready for that and get prepared for that and get open to that you know that's the message that's good. that 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 they're that it's passing on to you that you're not trapped in the situation and get ready you're it's a rebirth that you're going to be going through perfect love that yeah and and cupid um it feels like it would actually whenever you are ready to bring another dog in it would actually help him um because it does feel like he has a little bit of anxiety um but but I'm it feels like when you bring in the other dog it's not going to be um Fergie coming back yet, right? She feels like she's where she is for like she's content where she is for a while. And it feels like a new um a new soul dog coming in. Does that make sense? That'll work. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for calling in. Uh, love you very much. And I'm just looking at the clock. We are running out of we are running out of time. Uh, caller, love you very much. Thank you so much. Put you back you. into into the queue. Thank you. And Thank you. Just one. Let everyone know that I will be back in two weeks. I'm going to be back on Sunday, uh, March 26th. I'll be taking your calls then. I will have a special guest. She's going to be uh, talking about her book series, which, as I said, is a just a beautiful series if you want to learn about the magic that you have. And it's told like a fictional story, but there's just much, much more. So I want everyone to know this is your magic mama, Sharona, and I do want to leave you with a message that your words are magic, especially when you say these two words, I am. Because you know what? Whatever you put after that can manifest. And then the other two words that are so important are thank you. You know, just say it throughout your day. Just whatever happens, just say thank you. Because a grateful heart is a magnet for miracles. And, Julie, I want to thank you. Julie Ulrich, you want to give out your information again. We weren't able to get to all the calls. Please give out your information again so that people can find you. Sure. Um the website is just my name, julieallrich.com, and Ulrich is U-L-R-I-C-H because it's a tricky one. <laughs> so julieallrich.com, and then you can follow me on Facebook, Julie Ulrich in- Intuitive, and Instagram, Julie Ulrich Intuitive with underscore, Julie underscore Ulrich underscore Intuitive. And um, thank you so much, Sharona. It's been so much fun. Yeah, and I want to thank my listeners, my dear friends in my magical community for joining me today. And I'd like to tell everyone that if no one told you today, you are loved, you are enough, just the way you are. And the world would not be the same without each one of you. 
because you're absolutely perfect and essential to all that is. So please keep shining your light. And don't forget, if you can't talk to me, you can talk to the divine great universe throughout the day because it answers back. And the universe, it has your back. So, you know, you want to keep your your vibrations high and step into your power and awaken your true magic. So until we meet again on Sunday, March the 26th, I'm wishing each one of you love, blessings, and high vibrations, my dear friends. I love you all. I love you, Julie. I love all the love you, Sharona. Uh, kitties that joined us puppies and (laughs) pigeons and mice and everyone. (laughs) Thank you. Bye now. Much love. Have a wonderful day.